You're listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Washington, D.C. office. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beltway Beef. Today, we're joined by a very familiar guest, Ethan Lane, Vice President of Government Affairs here at NCBA. Ethan, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Ashley. So let's just start. Can you give a quick update on all things going on in D.C.? Well, all things going on in D.C. can be summed up fairly quickly at this point. Uh, I think that uh, most of the real focus is on the upcoming spending deadline, February 18th. Uh, If you'll remember back in the fall, they uh, punted that uh, and and bought themselves a little bit of time, and it's time to kind of get that put to bed. So they're talking about that now. Um, We expect to see some details emerge here in the next few weeks. And hopefully they'll get a funding bill put together that'll keep the government open through September 30th, through the end of that fiscal year. Uh, You know, beyond that, there has been continued discussion on different new versions of Build Back Better and the voting rights bill. Um, But the reality is that issue just hasn't changed a whole lot. The the people who have been a no on it, like Joe Manchin, continue to be a no. um, And and we don't expect to see a lot of movement on that front. So I think the real work is going to be focused on that that spending package. Um, And then, you know, here pretty soon, and it's going to be time for them to go home and run for Congress again. So uh, we, we should see work kind of slow down a little bit as far as real bill processing here in the next couple months. Well, as things start to slow down in Washington, things are certainly ramping up at NCBA. We're getting ready for our convention uh, the first week of February. So next week... Uh, Tell us about what's going on in convention. What do folks have to look forward to? We have a fantastic lineup in Houston. We are really excited to to get down to the Lone Star State, uh, catch up with some of our friends from around the country. Um, You know, we have a full featured policy discussion like we always do. All of our policy committees uh, will be discussing, you know, those issues that are important to cattle producers from coast to coast. We have resolutions coming in from state cattlemen's associations all over the country. That's such a cool part of this process because we know that those those are starting in those county cattlemen's meetings. Those are ideas that are that are originating in those meetings, working their way up through the state cattlemen's associations, and then being brought to NCBA for discussion, debate, and passage so that we have fresh marching orders here in Washington, D.C. That's what we live for in this office, and, and it's always exciting to be part of that process, and it's in full swing right now. So that'll be a great thing for people to come and watch. We're going to have a full-featured trade show, one of the largest I believe we've ever had. Um, it's going to be great to see all of those vendors, lots of opportunities to uh, talk to the people who do business and make power, power of the cattle industry around the country. Uh, we're going to have a lot of great entertainment. Jim Gaffigan, the comedian, is going to be there. Um, there's going to be lots of opportunities to meet with fellow cattle producers from around the country. Um, and it's going to be a great venue down in Houston. It's a it's a city that's excited to have us come. Um, it's, it's right in the heart of cattle country. Um, and it should be a really great week uh, to catch up with people from around the country. So we're looking forward to it. Convention is always a good time, but let's dive in a little bit more to the grassroots policy process. Can you just give us an overview of what some of those committees are? You bet. So those committees have, have largely fall along seven different buckets. Um, so starting with the Federal Lands Committee, that obviously deals with all of those BLM and Forest Service uh, permit issues that, that are so impactful for our producers in the West. We also have the, the Property Rights and Environmental Management Committee, the PRIM Committee. Uh, with it, that's that private property uh, bucket that deals with 
a lot of environmental issues and climate and, and things like WOTUS. Um, we have the Live Cattle Marketing Committee, which obviously is always a, a hot ticket, especially over the last couple of years to talk about all those cattle marketing issues that have been so dominant uh, in the industry over the last uh, two or three years. Um, we also have the International Trade Committee that is working to continue expanding that international trade access that's been so impactful for us as an industry, you know, $10 billion in exports last year. Uh, so that'll be a meeting focused on, on those opportunities and challenges and where we go from here on that front. Um, we also have the Tax and Credit Committee that's looking at all of those issues that we spent so much of last year pushing back on, keeping those onerous tax proposals out of Build Back Better, making sure that cattle producers didn't lose access to tools like stepped up basis uh, in order to preserve family farms and ranches as they transition. Also, the Cattle Health and Wellbeing Committee doing all of that important work with making sure that uh, we have the right technologies available and uh, and and uh, that we're, we're doing the right things for our animals. And then the Ag and Food Policy Committee, which, um, you know, Allison Rivera, who, who staffs that committee, always calls it kind of a catch-all committee. And, and there's some truth to that because it really holds so much different policy that's important to producers, conservation policy and food policy. And uh, there will be a lot of discussion in that committee, I think, on risk management tools and um, CRP and, and some of the other programs that uh, equip and some of the other programs that we deal with, uh, obviously, as producers. And that's important right now coming into the next farm bill. You know, feels like we just did a farm bill, but it's time to do one again. And that committee will be having some of those preliminary discussions on where we want to go as an industry in that process. So you mentioned uh, live cattle marketing, and we saw some news come out of the American Farm Bureau Federation convention last week, and they had a little change of heart in their policy stance because of their uh, membership opinion. Every single article I've read in the past week about cattle markets has ended with and all eyes are on NCBA to see what they do next week. And obviously we follow our grassroots policy process, so we can't make a definitive statement until our members have told us what to do. But tell us your thoughts on that, Ethan. You know, it, it was interesting to watch that Farm Bureau process play out. I think that's pretty representative of, of where we're seeing, you know, a lot of state affiliates around the country. This is a this is an issue, as we've talked about for a long time now, that that, that is pretty divisive. There are a lot of different opinions on how to get this done. Um, there's a lot of broad support for a, a pretty good chunk of the items that are in legislation up on Capitol Hill, whether that's the Fisher-Grassley bill or the Cattle Contracts Library bill. You know, those are things that I think pretty pretty universally producers agree are, are an area to really do some work on. Um, so, you know, given that heightened attention, I think there are going to be a lot of states participating in that in that live cattle marketing meeting. Um, there's going to be a, an opportunity to really review um, some of the proposals to, to, to further engage in this issue, you know, look for those legislative and regulatory uh, solutions that our policy has called for. Um, and, and I expect that we'll come out of this meeting in Houston with some clear direction from our membership on, on how to to engage moving forward uh, on on both the the hill facing side of this and you know over at USDA where they're working on uh, expanding processing capacity and they're working on new packers and stockyards rules that we're concerned about. Um, there are a lot of different avenues that this particular set of policy issues uh, have already taken and and that engagement from NCBA has been pretty robust. Um, so this is a good opportunity to check back in with membership, take their pulse, make sure that we're uh, still on the right page policy wise, get fresh marching orders and head back into the fight here in Washington. Well, certainly a lot happening at convention next week, and I'm sure it'll just uh, keep the momentum moving as we uh, continue on through 2022 and um, continue to work to serve cattle producers across the country. So thanks, Ethan, for being on the podcast today, and we look forward to having you back soon. You bet. Thanks a lot. 
This has been another episode of Beltway Beef. Don't forget to check us out online at policy.ncba.org or catch the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, including SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. 